0: Should act like men, and light beer should taste like beer. Uh, light beer, please. Sure. Do you care
1: how it tastes? No, nah, I don't care how it tastes. Okay. Well, when you start caring, put down your purse, and I'll give you a Miller Lite.
0: Continuing. I don't care. I just got one of these. Well, that's the second unmanly thing you've done today. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that's not a Miller Lite. Oh, light beer, light beer. Um, no, Miller Lite has more taste. I strike two. One more, I'm taking your man card. <laughs>
2: Brews Day Tuesday, guys. I'm Ashley Powers. And I'm Caroline King. And you're listening to Bitch Beer. What we want to do here at Bitch Beer is
1: shine a light on the women who brew, market, distribute, serve, and love beer
2: in the hopes that their stories will inspire the women and men who haven't taken the plunge. Craft beer doesn't have to be scary. Very rarely will you come across a gatekeeping hipster who asks questions like a troll who quizzes your nerd knowledge once he sees you in a Star Wars shirt. But why isn't it more openly female-friendly? Craft beer ads are rife with burly
1: men lugging 50-pound bags of hops, and women make cameos as eye candy. To those on the outside, especially women, it can feel like a boys' club where no level of disguise will get us in.
2: We hope by the end of this season you feel not only welcome but unabashedly unafraid to drink craft. For today's episode, we sat down with Ben Crawford, Broadway actor and current phantom of the opera. No, you haven't just tuned into your favorite musical theater podcast. Ben and the rest of the Phantom cast are part of the Broadway Brews Project. The Broadway Brews
1: Project is a charity cause created by the hosts of the Happy Hour Guys podcast. What happens is a current cast of a Broadway show and a brewery team up and create a beer based
2: on the show. That beer then raises money for a charity of the Broadway cast choice. There are currently four beers of the eventual six-pack released based on Hamilton, School of Rock, Waitress, and Phantom, which is specifically what we are talking about today. The Pint of No Return is a black lager brewed by Hardywood Park Craft Brewery out of Richmond, Virginia, Virginia represent, to benefit the charity Musicians on Call. According to their website, Musicians on Call
1: brings live and recorded music to the bedsides of patients and healthcare facilities. By delivering live in-room performances to patients undergoing treatment or unable to leave their beds, we add a dose of joy to the life in a healthcare facility. We seek to change the cold, sterile environment in hospital rooms and believe that all patients, families, and caregivers should have access to and benefit from the healing power of live music.
2: There's a chapter for musicians on call right here in Atlanta. Make sure you stick around till the end to hear how you can volunteer. We're going to talk with Ben about him, about the beer, about the charity, and even about video games.
0: Check it out.
1: Right, ben, thank you so much for coming hey, on ladies. the show today. Of course, yes. my
0: pleasure, my pleasure.
1: <laughs> we'll go ahead and take this opportunity um, for you to introduce yourself to our listeners.
0: Yes, um, my name is Ben Crawford. Uh, currently, I am playing the Phantom in uh, Phantom of the Opera on Broadway at the Majestic thank you. Theater. Um, and Hardywood Brewery based in Virginia has just uh, released a beer based on the Phantom of the Opera called the pint of no return. It is a black locker, a black locker, a black (laughs) lager. It is very delicious. It is. Um, and, uh, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you ladies today.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, so tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, how you got to this point.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, I was born in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, I was there. I got my degree in music theater from University of Arizona, um, and then after I graduated, I came out to New York and uh, been a working Broadway actor. Been very fortunate to do that. I uh, my first Broadway show was Les Mis. Good old Les Mis. Oh um, yeah. I've also been in Shrek the Musical, where I got to play the role of Shrek.
1: That's I, awesome. Uh,
0: did a show called Big Fish, which was based on the Tim Burton movie, which I hold very dear to my heart. It was a beautiful show. Oh my um, I did On the 20th Century, uh, which is uh, an awesome farce. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, it's a very silly show. Kristen Chenoweth was in it, Uh, Peter Gallagher. It was fantastic, one of my favorite shows. Then last season, I did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and got to play Mr. Salt, Baruch Salt's dad. Um, Had a lot of fun with that, just like a very zany, crazy, pure entertainment kind of show. And now I'm uh, doing uh, something completely different, uh, playing uh, a crazed homicidal maniac who who sings a lot uh, in The Phantom over at the Majestic Theater. I love uh, it. Yeah, have a great time I'm here. I live in New York with my wife, and we have a little uh, one-year-old girl um, who Aww. is super cute. And uh, yeah, yeah. And I uh, also love beer. Uh, yes! A lot.
1: Yeah. And, um,
0: I, uh, I just actually was uh, hanging out with a friend of mine last night after the show, and we were... Um, Having some different some different brews over at one of our favorite uh, bars here in the city. It's called Beer Culture. It has a uh, had Pine. I, I don't know if they still have, but when it when Pine No Return was released, they had it on tap for a while. That's so cool. Nice. Um, one of their bar managers loves loves Broadway, and and awesome. uh, yeah, so uh, so I was over there having some some skis. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my, my dressing room. I wish I could show you a picture. is adorned with uh, many a beer signs. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, if you follow so follow Ben Crawford on Instagram because he does live um live um what do you call it updates. Uh, yeah.
2: He goes he goes live I'm, on Instagram.
1: I go I'm,
0: live. I'm yeah.
2: eighty-five years old apparently. Jeez. <laughs>
0: um
1: but yeah, and That'll I always Instagram. see your beer signs.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I got those. I bought. I bought. Brooklyn Brewery is one of my favorite places, and
1: yeah.
0: uh, I I bought that sign. And then my buddy who uh, works at Beer Culture was like, "Do you want some more? We have some at work." And he was like, "Stop by." And he gave me just a ton, and they're like all beers that I drink. So I was like, "Yes." That so yeah, so they're cool. they're adorning uh, the walls of my dressing room. Uh, it's my man cave because you know there's no real space for a man cave in a in an apartment in New York City. So right. yeah, uh, totally <laughs> my room into that. I've got a TV. I've got my beer signs. I've got a stock fridge it's like
2: nice that's awesome that's awesome (laughs) well besides pint of no return obviously what's your favorite beer right now that you're drinking
0: uh well currently in my hand i have a guinness which is (laughs) like my staple which is that beer like if you go to a bar and you don't know like what they have um i'm always hoping they have a guinness on tap um I also really love, um, I'm into sours. I like sour beers. Uh, Usually when I like have a session, as we like to call it and sit down and have a couple, um, I like to switch between uh, stouts and sours. I like to go back and forth. Um, When it comes to IPAs, I've actually got um, uh, the Brooklyn East IPA. It's not like crazy hoppy. Um, which I, I love. I don't know what the IBUs are, but it's not it's not crazy. So I, I love that about it. Um, so I've been drinking that a lot. Um, Coney Island has a Mermaid. Coney Island Brewery, the Mermaid Pilsner is really good. Ooh. And uh, I love uh, Six Point. They're uh, crisp. They're Pilsner. Uh, oh. Six Point
1: solid. Oh, I yeah. haven't had that yet. I need to try it. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's just like a nice, like... Like not every show, but uh, uh you know, it depends if it's been a long day. My dresser's like, "Would you like?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want a beer." So, uh, <laughs> I get up to my dressing room and there's like an ice cold beer sitting Oh, for that me sounds wonderful.
1: Friend. Awesome. It's
0: the best after a long like two show day.
1: Oh. Yeah. Man. Um
0: and so it's just like really refreshing. Like the, the pills is is great right after a show.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and then I'll go ahead and ask the obvious question what is it like starring as a phantom on Broadway? I mean, like iconic. Uh,
0: yeah.
2: As he takes a large sip of beer. Yeah. I'm like, well,
0: let's get into this. No, um, it's awesome. It's still very surreal. Um, In fact, today at flea market, I got asked about it and I was like, it's really tiring. And everyone was like shocked that I said it, but I'm like, it is like, it's, it's really tiring. But you know, when it comes to art and stuff, sometimes that stuff that you're passionate about is tiring because you you know give in it because you want it to be good. So um so yeah it's uh it, it's I don't know what else to compare it to that I've done. Um it's crazy because you think about it and you do the math these the phantom's only on stage for about 20 minutes. And so that's kind of surprising. But once you realize how busy you are actually during the show, you get there before everyone else to get your makeup on. Um, And then after that, I have to like stretch and warm up and all that stuff because of course I can't just stand still on stage. I've got to like crawl across stage and climb weird stuff. and. So it just it's you're always moving. You come off stage, you're either getting a costume change or a makeup retouch or it's a quick pee break. I mean, it's 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 constantly on for for two and a half hours. So, wow. um, I have like one moment, like an intermission, where I get like five minutes to kind of chill, um, and then uh, the rest of it is is pretty much like the gas pedal is down for the whole show. Um, so it's it's amazing. There's still moments where I'm like, I can't believe like I get to do this. Like you know, I get I get those fun those fun moments it is it is very surreal but then you know i get to also play the game of why does this hurt today and it's like my shoulders <laughs> like like all of a sudden my shoulders just start aching and i couldn't figure out what it was and i realized that the way I was sitting in the throne at the end of the show, I'm like holding myself up with my shoulders. And plus my daughter like loves to sleep right in that spot where your arm meets oh. your like <laughs> trunk, I guess, your body. And it's just like tight. And so I went to physical therapy on Friday and they're just like, yeah, this is all just, <laughs> I need to just, you know, so we get, I do get to play that game. My friend and I, we were, he's in a show called the play that goes wrong, which is, uh, Amazing. I don't know. It might be it might be touring to Atlanta they just put a, a tour out. Oh, and it's man. just amazing. It's that it's that kind of show where everything goes wrong perfectly, you know. I love um, but he's like falling all over the place and he's like, he's like all of a sudden he's like, my knee hurts. I don't know why my knee hurts. And then he's like in the middle of the show. He's like, ow! He's like, Okay, don't do that anymore. He's like, you know, do that with the right knee. Let's give that knee a break. I mean, it's like crazy you think you do stuff over and over again eight times a week. Finally, your body's like, no, stop, stop it. So <laughs> yeah.
2: Is, uh, is musical theater something you've always wanted to do?
0: Actually, I came to it later in life. I actually um, was very uh, set on being a professional basketball player. Uh, 6'1", uh real tall guy <laughs> um, as a younger kid. And then I actually, when I first got into college, I first of all, I, I wanted to try and get a, a volleyball scholarship. I played volleyball through high school and had a couple schools like looking at me, you know, nothing like crazy, but it was neat to, you know, have that to be something to consider. And then I actually went to school for pre-med originally and got to a point where I was like, you know, I like the physiology. I like figuring out why the body works, but I was like, this is, this is a lot of my, this would be a lot of my life. And, uh, I went completely 180 and went to theater. And so I did that, yeah. So it took me. Uh, I was on the five-year plan in college, and I probably didn't figure out till this is, you know, great way to plan your life. I probably didn't figure <laughs> out till like my junior year in college. I was like, oh, this is how I'm gonna like eat and like pay rent, more <laughs> stuff. Um, so yeah, I came to it later in life. I was always very musical. My, I grew up in the church, and I did choir and band in high school and stuff. But it wasn't really anything that um, I. Like grew up like someone one of my friends just asked me like like did you as a little kid did you pretend you were the phantom and i was like no i didn't i didn't like i, I didn't i, I imagine like sinking the winning three-pointer like in a championship. like that's you know this just wasn't on my radar until i got older and um realized that i wanted to you know do music as you know, for a living
1: that is so cool. That's very cool. So since since being cast as the Phantom, uh, what's been your favorite memory so far? Um,
0: well, there's 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 it, it's anything where, like I said, like it feels surreal, but those moments where you're like, no, oh, I'm doing this. Um, like when the first publicity photo came out, that's like sitting in front of the theater. That's really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, like the announcement, the day the announcement. Um, was made and just all the support I got from friends, uh was was really cool. Um finishing my first show and like not remembering anything except for like the two things I remember are like of course like ab like I took you know you're supposed to take your hat off and like throw it ruthlessly. And I remember throwing it and hearing gong as it, like hit the organ or something. Like not <laughs> smooth at all. Like whenever anything like that happens on stage, like he's supposed to be like so like intimidating and and like stuff goes wrong and you're like, oh, I kinda lost that intimidation factor. You know? <laughs> and so much of that magic depends on, of course, you know, other people as well, like like crew guys and stuff like that. And like listen, like we all have like I've almost like fallen on my ass a couple times on stage, and then I'm like, nope, that didn't really happen. You know? <laughs> Everyone on stage is like mm, you know? <laughs> trying to keep up the magic. Right. Um, so uh you know those there, there's those moments like like i said like the photo and, and finishing the show and um you know having like creatives come back and say that they really enjoyed what you did and stuff like that which just make like it 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 real and make me feel like i've kind of like made it my own in a way
2: so cool. that's so amazing so the uh the Broadway brews project mm-hmm. uh it was part of pint of no return how did uh how did the phantom casket get involved with that
0: um well, see, this is where I I scored because I didn't have to do any of the legwork. I just got to drink <laughs> it because this had been in place before I had had joined the cast. So they, um, you know, the Happy Hour guys who are trying to make a Broadway six pack, and I believe that the Phantom beer is number four. And so they went around to all these shows and they got and they asked Phantom, and then they tried to find a brewery. They found a Hardywood Brewery, and so about three or four cast members went down took a train on one of our days off went down to the brewery and like got to help them make like one of the first batches of pine or no return um and then the other great thing that the happy hour guys do um with the broadway brews six pack is they um are helping a uh uh, a program called musicians on call yes and musicians on call is an incredible program that people who are uh, are gravely ill, who are sick, um, you know, sometimes who are approaching their their last days on earth, um, they bring in um, a violinist to to play for their family, play a concerto for their family, and or uh, yeah. a group will come in and, and sing um, for these people and 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 just use the healing power of music and art. Um, it's a it's a beautiful program. Uh, Phantom was just able to give them a check, I believe. Uh, I believe it was fifty thousand dollars. We gave
2: what? Them. Wow! Whoa.
0: It was something. It was a good amount of money. Yeah, That's and I, I hope I'm right because I actually held the check um, in my hand. Um, it was a great. It was a bit. Listen, the show's been running for thirty years. Yes, they have, they have money. Yes, um, but it was it was fantastic, and we got to take a picture with um, the the head of the program, the organization, and uh, and and give them a donation just to say, uh, you know. Thank you for, for all the work that they do.
1: That's great. That's amazing. And we have a chapter here in Atlanta, too. So we're really excited to kind of delve into that and get to know more about them. And
2: let the listeners awesome. know if, if they are musically inclined that they can volunteer and be part of it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. That as well.
2: Um, and so we actually,
1: we're drinking the pint of No Return right now. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt from Hardywood sent it to us. Um, shout out to him. Um, so yeah, let's talk about like the flavor notes of it. This is like, what's your, um, so obviously you like the pint of no return. I should hope
0: so. (laughs) I I do. I I like it a lot. Um, well, I think it's great because they wanted to think when they were when they were thinking about what the beer should be, they want they were thinking about like the characteristics of the characters. Right. And they thought about the phantom and how he's like two sided, you know. Yeah. And so uh, I think a black lager is a great place to start because it obviously, you know, doesn't doesn't taste like it looks. You know, it pours like this like porter. Um, like I made the mistake of I saw it and then I went to like I pour it and it was like oh, you know, I, <laughs> I did that earlier. Right That's not how it's made. <laughs> um uh but the taste is uh like uh, the 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 notes i really enjoy is like a like a cola kind of like a yeah notes going on there so it's um like a lighter heavy kind of feel to it which is which is cool when when talking to the guys at hardywood about like the phantom and how like he is like the phantom but then he's also like sing for me you know so he's like (laughs) he's two-sided like the beer um it's it's one of those great beers where um you can, you could drink a solid amount like dangerously because it does have like that, just like the, the, I don't know, the, 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 cola notes just really like give me a, like a feeling of nostalgia, I guess. Cause I don't, you know, like everything we know about soda now, like I just don't drink soda anymore. yeah So it's like, I, I taste that and I'm like, I remember those days. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's very drinkable. And, um, I love beers that don't taste, um, like they look. I think it's, or they, yeah, they don't taste like they look. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. It's
2: like the drinkability of it, like one one drink lends itself into the next. It's like you almost, you're ready to have that second sip before the first one's even down. Yeah, wow. I'm like exactly. almost finished
1: with mine. This is amazing.
2: <laughs> Especially being in Atlanta, like the land of Coca-Cola, like
1: that's just resonating with me big time. Well,
0: you know, and that that's a great point. That's a totally mm-hmm. great point. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm currently switching. Well, not switching. I, finished my first. Uh, the Brooklyn East IPA, which I was talking about earlier.
1: Ooh. All right. What is it? Oh, this is. Thank ah, you. OK. So this is a wild heaven. This is Bella Sama. It's a raspberry sour ale. Oh, nice. Yeah. I actually sent you one of these. You're going to like it. Yes, oh, this is you. yours. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> Germs. Oh, it's really it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's so pretty, too. Um, um, ready? It is very red. Cheers again! Cheers! Cheers! Again, cheers, again. Cheers. cheers! Awesome. Yes. Cool. And then, um, so what? What beer got you into craft beer?
0: You know, I would actually say it was probably it's the Anderson Valley up in uh, yeah in uh, New York State, and they have their sours. They have uh, my my good buddy I saw last night, um, which you guys would have great talks with. He's a Broadway guy too. Um, if you need any other Broadway people, I'll, you, <laughs> I'll, I'll hook you up with uh, Preston. He would he would talk your ear off about beer. Awesome. But we have this this great bar on 45th Street in New York called Beer Culture. And they have just like a wide array of stuff. And um, we went in there one night and they had uh, some sours uh, in the back. And they had the Anderson Valley um, Blood Orange Goza. Oh, it's so and- good.
2: So and funny. I was just like,
0: "What is this? Like, this is a beer." And then like explaining like how like the yeast like lives on the top instead of the bottom, and like how that gives it like the tart taste. And it really like got me interested in it. And like beer kind of became a hobby of mine. And my wife and I had this uh, conversation like last week. She's like, "Well, like what what are your hobbies, Ben?" And she's like, "Like you, you." She was like, "She's trying to get me to you know." It's like the job is very demanding, mm-hmm. and you know. And then we have a baby, and she's like, "You should like." Think of like hobbies you can do. So you're not always like so, you know, like we have, we obviously are busy a lot. Yeah. And I was like, well, I got beer and video games. And she's like, what do you mean beer? And I was like, well, I drink it. It's my hobby. She's like, drinking beer is your hobby. I said, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Drinking beer is my hobby. It's my wine. I'm like, ooh, the, the, you know, (laughs) that's that's how I think of it. Like, you know, like people do like wine tastings and they're like, like, oh, I taste elderberries or whatever. And like, me, it's just beer though. Except and, we don't uh, we don't
2: have a cool word like tannins though, when we yeah. drink yeah, it. Yeah, we don't have tannins. Yeah. We just have like hops and
0: like they're <laughs> like I have to use and is this a session beer? Like, that's like the things we have. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I would say that it just kind of blew my mind, and i really just started to dive into it and find different stuff. And um, you know, like we split time. We have a place in Arizona, but we, you know, obviously I have to work here a lot, and you obviously get different beers in different places, and it's fun to see them. You, like, be in one place, and then suddenly they appear. Like, you know, obviously, get a lot of like Sierra Nevada in Arizona, and then to see it like make its way out here. Mm-hmm. And then it's interesting to see like what like grocery stores carry what, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it's 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 interesting. So, that that kind of that, um, Blood Orange Goza just kind of like took me down the rabbit hole and got me interested in all that stuff. and. Um, like my father-in-law is like into, like into beer. So we try and like find stuff and he loves like nice. dogfish head. So, oh yeah, that's we, awesome. Uh, have you had that dogfish head? That's like, it's like 20, it's like 20% alcohol. It tastes like shoe leather. It took me like four hours to drink a pint. Like it is just uh. like. And they had it at the store and it's like in a regular size bottle, but it was like $15. And I was like, oh, and it was, cause it's like, you know, they have like a 60 minute and a 90 mm-hmm. minute and this is like their 120 or 200 oh minutes. God. Crazy.
1: I don't think and we so have it here. I, oh, my gosh. I wish we it's did. It's, like, only
0: sold, like, obviously, they don't sell it in a six-pack. It's, like, one bottle is, like, $15. Yeah. And I, like, it's, like, a day off, and I, like, took a drink of that. I was, like, oh, my God. And, like, <laughs> it took me, like, four hours to drink it. I would just, like, go by and take a sip and then be good for a while. It's, like, one, kind of beers. It's, like, I think it's, like, a port wine. They kind of, like, label it right. as it. Oh. it was, like – it was uh it was crazy but uh but yeah so i just like love finding new stuff and then you find those things that you like always love to drink um and uh yeah beers cool yeah nice.
2: <laughs> do you have a do you have a local spot near you where you can like sort of build your own six pack kind of thing
0: um i don't think i do near me um and the problem is, is sometimes here they get a little like too crazy on price wise. Like back in Arizona, like if you went to like your regular grocery stores, it was like build a six pack and it's like this much money. Yeah. But here it's like build a six pack and like that beer is going to be two fifty, but that beer is going to be four dollars, and you're just like. So I walk out with a six-pack, and they're like, all right, that was $25.
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh, yeah. So
0: it just, and so I think part of it becomes is you just uh, look for the stuff that you like. Yeah. Um, Like I said, I find the six-point. I've really grown um, the Mermaid Pilsner is a new one that I've started to like. Um, You know, anything Brooklyn Brewery, I'll I'll jump on. But it's, I I love the idea of making the six-pack, but it's sometimes, like, Whole Foods, it's like, sometimes it's just crazy. Like, I'm paying $5 for a beer yeah you know, in my six-pack so
2: yeah i feel that it's just it's one of our favorite things to do and i thought it would Absolutely. be a shame if you didn't have a place like that mm-hmm. near you
0: yeah no i know i love getting like a mix of things you know so you're not just like have like a sixer of like one thing but you know my thing now is like well i guess i just have to buy multiple six packs so.
2: <laughs> i must my arm is tied <laughs> i have to
0: i have to
1: yeah oh man um Okay, so we'll kind of go on. So we've got like our fun questions that we like to ask next. Um, Absolutely. If you could have a beer with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what beer do you think they'd like?
0: So I thought about this one for a while and I think, I think it would be, all right, There's, there's like two answers to this. There's like the presidential answer, which I think would be like Kennedy and Lincoln, Nice. Like, I know you said one, but I changed the rules. So that's, that's okay. You can, you're
2: um, allowed. We like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think, like, I think that Lincoln would drink, like, a porter or a stout. And I think that Kennedy would drink, like, a pilsner or a lager. Yeah. So that's, like, a route I go with that. But then I also think about, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber, who, like, uh, wrote my show. Right. And has, like, written so many different things. That's amazing. And, like, different genres of music. And just, like, pick his brain. And, like, yeah. I think... He would probably have some like a like a um, like something kind of similar, I think, to Pine of No Return. I think he would do like maybe like a like a black lager or maybe like a uh, like a brown ale or something like that. Um, yeah, I just think it would be cool to like pick his brain and like, how did you think of these melodies that just like stick in our heads? Like no matter what show he's written, um, it just kind of ingrains itself in your memory forever. Um it's just uh it's it's an amazing uh talent he obviously has. Right. Yeah.
1: You're in a better position than any of us to be able to meet him. So <gasps> I think that's very possible. And we wanna we wanna interview you
2: again when you meet him and then just pick your you have brain. That about and then him pick my brain.
0: brain after I picked his brain. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. And
2: if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you're super into the whole Lincoln Kennedy conspiracy theory, right?
0: <gasps> oh, well like all the similarities. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How about how like their assassinators like flip flop, like Booth shot Lincoln in a theater and then he hid in a barn or a warehouse. And then, uh, you know, Oswald shot Kennedy in a warehouse and then hid in a theater. Like, and then like, like both, like if you go down, like their cabinets, like they had the same like secretary, like the same like last names of their secretaries of certain departments. Um, I believe their names are both like the same amount of letters, Um, And I got into it because my dad has these commemorative pennies that have JFK's uh, profile stamped uh, in the corner of it. Um, And uh, yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of nuts to think both these men were uh, so pivotal to our country and had such an abrupt end to their tenure. Um, And they have all these crazy similarities. It's just, I don't know, universe works in weird ways. Yeah.
2: That's really it's like a glitch in the matrix or something. I mean it's crazy. Yeah, it's one of those things that I just stumbled on and I like an hour went by and I didn't even realize because I'm just reading all the Yeah.
0: It's crazy all the all the all the stuff they have. Um I had the pleasure of performing at Ford's Theater like two years ago. I did a show there. Whoa. And I mean, there's so much history and like crazy, like spooky ghost stuff that happens. Oh like gosh. we're doing this show called One Ten in the Shade, which is uh, you know, there's the, the act one finale is the, the lead woman like fearing that she's going to like die alone. And, uh, she goes to start the song. It was a Saturday night and the light in the Lincoln booth just like turned on.
2: Oh!
0: No one turned it on. It's not like it's, it's a separate light switch because it's part of, but like it, the light switch is like no one was there to do it, but it's like oh old and there's like crazy wiring I mean, it was, you know, and it's, like, the way I took to work was a reverse route that that uh, John Wilkes Booth took to escape. <gasps> I mean, just, like, crazy things. Like, that I'm walking with a Starbucks <laughs> with my earbuds in, and you're, like, a guy, like, galloped his horse, like, full speed, like, the opposite way I'm going right now. Down this, like, little alley that, like, you know, dump trucks go back, or dump trucks, like, garbage trucks go and pick up trash, you know? Wow. I mean, it's, and, like, they have the original... It's bricked over now, but they have the original like exit that he went through and he paid this kid uh, named Peanut like a dollar. His nickname was Peanut to like hold his horse for him and like he pushed Peanut down and jumped on the horse and galloped away. And you're like, I'm going to go like do musical theater now in this like historic theater. It's crazy.
1: That is amazing. That's very cool. It's just
0: like the coolest, like craziest (laughs) stuff.
1: That is so, I'm such a history person too, so that's just, uh, that's really amazing.
0: <laughs> oh, and they have, you know, there's a museum on the bottom floor and you can like, they have the gun, they have all that, you know.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Pretty crazy. This
1: is on our bucket list now. We're to
0: make, <laughs> oh, you like, have to check out Ford's Theater. Oh, yeah. absolutely. They do, they do great, they do great theater. They're in, uh, in like one of the most like vibrant history, historical areas in DC. They're pretty, they're pretty close to the White House, obviously. Nice. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's, it's an, it's an awesome venue. That's
2: very cool. If you were stuck (laughs) on a deserted island and only had one case of beer. Let's just talk about the tangent
0: that I just took us all (laughs)
2: I love it though. I love it so much. (laughs) But yeah, if you were stuck on a deserted island and only had one case of beer, what beer would it be?
0: Probably be that blood orange Goza. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just good. And you can drink a lot of it. But I only have a case. Ooh. (laughs) Mm, well, hopefully, yeah.
1: hopefully the case lasts you until you're rescued.
0: Oh, okay. Then I'm good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, how old were you when you had your first beer and what was it?
0: Um, it was Bud Light and it was my senior year in high school. Nice. Um, yeah. And I remember like not doing, I like swam in high school. I had like that crazy metabolism like that, you know, like I wish I could have again. And, uh <laughs> And I remember just being like, cool, cool. And I had like two and like, don't know what, you know, it didn't, you know, it didn't affect me in any crazy way. And then of course you get to college and people are like trying to give you like Milwaukee's best. And you're like, I'll take that Bud Light again. Like, can I do that? (laughs)
2: Love that. That's awesome. So when you actually have time to watch TV, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. is your guilty pleasure? Television
0: uh we there's a lot of family guy that is is watched in this nice. household it's uh my wife makes the uh the uh um what's the word she makes the observation that uh, my daughter loves cartoons and her husband loves cartoons and uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what's on in our house is uh is uh recorded episodes of family guy it's just like great like like i don't mean this in a bad way but mindless like funny funny stuff to yeah. just like pop on the TV and you know and Charlotte watches it too and I just have to cover her eyes because you know they have like gory stuff sometimes and,
1: like, cover- <laughs> I don't want to scar you for life
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like they just had this Liam Neeson episode and they did a flashback and of course it's Liam Neeson and so it's this like really gory thing and it cuts back to the to Peter and he's like yeah usually those are funny when we do the flashbacks and Neeson like remembering a flashback <laughs> so uh <laughs> So yeah, so I'm like covering like Charlotte's eye and she's like, get your hand out of my face. You know? <laughs> like, what are you making me miss, dad? I'm like, it's for your own.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember, <laughs> My grandparents, okay, so like me and the cousins, we were, grew up like brothers and sisters, but my grandparents used to always babysit us and they went to the like Blockbuster back then and they were like, yeah. okay, we've got a cartoon the kids are going to love. It's brand new and it's going to be great. It was South Park and we were like, Eight years old. Of course, we've, we fucking loved it. We're like, this is awesome. <laughs> it was the episode where they were trying to mix like an elephant and a pig or something. Yes. And Chef was and like.
0: And he makes the baboon with like four asses. Yes.
1: It was so funny. And they leave us in the TV room and we're like throwing popcorn at each other, just going nuts. And then they come in. They're like, what are you watching? What are, you are like, watching? Did that little boy I, just yeah. say the F word? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It was
1: so funny. They were like, and they say okay. shit
0: like how many times they can say shit, like, like yeah. right after those new FCC guidelines passed, and like it was after 10 o'clock you could say shit. Yes. And they said, and, like, <laughs> I'm going to say shit. And like, <laughs> counter in the bottom. It's like, ding. And they said like a hundred times in a 30 minute episode. So
2: oh, my crazy. gosh.
0: It was absolutely nuts. South Park is a great show uh, it's as well. It is so good. We do YouTube TV here in our household, so I don't know if Comedy Central is a part of their channel lineup, but I wish it was because I would just like tape that. I have my little like Nintendo Switch that I play when I'm getting my makeup done. Nice. And uh, I just played through the newest game which uh, is like essentially like an interactive episode of South Park. I mean, like, it is just like laugh out loud funny, some of the shit they say. Yeah. You're just like, oh my God. Like,
2: (laughs) I mean, you you start right off picking your difficulty based on your skin color. Like, that's. I
0: mean, it's just like. (laughs) Yeah. And now they're bringing the first one, stick. because the new one's called the fractured but whole, right? Which is hilarious. <laughs> yes. Um, and the new one is, or the old one is called Stick of Truth, and they are going to release that for the Switch. And I'm like, bring it, because that first game, just like I bought all the downloadable stuff. I was like, yeah, as much of this as I can get. It's just so silly. It's just silly, and like a spot on like commentary on society like all the time. I remember when they started to do that where like they, they suddenly had this switch and it was like what was going on in the news and like that was what was on South Park and you're just like, oh my God. It was
2: really <laughs> and it's always so topical because they have like four or five days to put a new episode together. So it's exactly what happened last week. It's like,
0: oh yeah, it's amazing.
2: I didn't realize it was that quick of a turnaround. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, like during the election and all that stuff. I mean, that was like, stuff was like very topical. Yeah.
2: And they were saying this this election year was the hardest for them because in a matter of an hour, what they had written, somebody had said something else and they'd go, (laughs) it's all fucked. It's all fucked.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We got to switch it all now.
2: Yeah, exactly. No, I wanted to ask, what other video games are you playing right now?
0: The one that I am that I'm like totally into right now is called City Skylines.
2: Ooh, okay. And
0: it's essentially like uh, Sim City on steroids. Oh, okay. Um, like I've just barely broken the surface of it, but it's great. One well, and like literally, like the only real time I have to play is in the makeup chair, and it's just like a thing to like. So I'm not like. I mean, like makeup. Our makeup supervisor is great, but it's like it's just like that cold glue on your face, and you're just like, I need to not pretend I'm here, you know? (laughs) So, um, the game is fun. It's like, uh, you build your city and you get demand for areas and, you know, like the trash piles up. So you need to, you know, build another landfill or, like the dead bodies pile up, so you need to like build a cemetery. Like it's like all this little stuff. People were getting sick in my city, and I realized that I had built a residential zone too close to an industrial zone. And so the ground pollution was seeping into the groundwater. So I like had to dezone the industrial area and like clean it up. And you're like you like everyone like you they tweet at you, they tweet at the mayor, which is you, and they're like, There's nothing fun to do here. And you're like, Okay. So you like start like building parks and like plazas, and you, like, you know, build a marina, and it's, it's, it's interesting to, like, watch, and, like, I'm very, like, slow going at it, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna make my choices but I make them, like, because if you go too fast, and you're like, oh, shit, I have no more money, and, like, everyone's like, there's no money to do anything, so, like, if you play the long game on it, it gets really fun, like, I have a ton of money in the bank, I'm like, we'll figure it out, don't worry, you know, I've like, an exclusive club to get into our city, it's not very big, it's, like, 15,000 people, but, our education system is kick-ass. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just like, it's the funnest, like, you build your roads, you know? I mean, it's just, like, good, like, mindless it stuff. It sounds
2: right up my alley. I'm going to have to check it out. That's Absolutely. really cool. It's,
0: they, like, 40 bucks, and it's a downloadable game.
2: Sweet.
1: Nice. They need to, yeah. like, have that in schools to encourage children to be, like, city planners and stuff. Like that's It really, really cool. I mean,
0: it. it's so funny that, like, that is, that kind of is what it is, though, is it's, like, about, like... It, it is city planning and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have put a road there because now like there's massive gridlock and you know, it's hard to build. like, I, I want to build like mass transportation, but like, it's really hard to do. Like I tried to do a bus route once and it didn't work. And then you have like these throngs of people and they're like waiting to go to work. And I'm like, you're not going to get there. Like what? Just get in your car and drive to work. Cause I can't fucking make a bus. System. <laughs> I can't draw a loop. I fucked it up. <laughs> And they just like show these people because you know the days are ticking, and it's like right, it's like Joe Schmo is like waiting to get to work, and I'm like, you're fired, probably. You've been sitting there for three days. You're not going to make it. Is
2: I'm your sorry. family okay? Go home and
0: check on them. Yeah. Check <laughs> on your family. He's like I gotta go to work. Like, sorry, bro. It's just not going to happen. I have to play this now. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's really fun. And like you, and, and, you know, you see like the X for like someone passed away and like the hearse hasn't come by to pick them up yet. And then it like starts to get red. And then you just imagine like, Oh my God, someone go pick up that body. Like these four people living next door.
2: It's a, oh uh, it's a crazy
0: game, but um, it's perfect for like that. And then also like anything that I can play on the big screen and Charlotte can watch, like it's a cartoon perfect.
2: Yes. So, I love that. Like the
0: Zelda game. She loves that. Like the, the cartoon <laughs> styling. She loves watching me play the Zelda game. So I'm like sit in daddy's lap and I'll play Zelda and you'll push the buttons at inopportune times and you'll kill me but it's okay. <laughs> but yeah. I love that. I love it.
1: Awesome. Well I mean this was so much fun. Thank you so much for like doing the interview again. Do you
2: want to ask him about the Crawford Cross?
1: Oh yes. I for- How did I forget
2: about this? Okay. So anybody
1: that goes on your Instagram Live will see you demonstrate the Crawford Cross. So how yes. did that get started? <laughs> so many people so do stupid. it
0: and send it
2: to you, too. Yeah,
0: and So please, please. Did you guys? Or you should? No, we, we haven't. will. No, we we have, will. but I'm saying a lot oh, of people do. do. I I'll see totally it in your story re, yeah, all the time. Re, repost it. <laughs> um, I was just sitting. So at the beginning of the second act, I have this costume, which is pretty sweet. It's called the Red Death costume. And um, part of it is um, this, like... The coolest part is this skull, which is articulated. So when I move my jaw, it it moves. But another part of it is these red tights. And so one night, I just did a boomerang of me, like, crossing my legs. And I just kept doing it. And I didn't, like... I don't know, because I'm weird. And people (laughs) started like sending me their Crawford crosses. And we've had, you know, it's fun. People are like, can I do it waiting at the DMV? And I'm like, totally, you know, there's a, there's a pilot who flies for one of the major airlines. who's like sitting in the cockpit. He's like, can I do it while waiting to take off? And I'm like, yes, that's awesome. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just this thing that's like caught on and people love to send them to me. And um, so we always, you know, repost them. And uh, if I have the chance it's, but it's just like a little silly thing I did and now it's, you know, Part of my Insta profile.
1: I love it. Well, you're going to get a lot of our listeners sending you Crawford crosses. So please do, yep. please
0: do while they're drinking their favorite brews. I love it.
1: Yes. What's your Instagram handle again?
0: Uh, Crawdaddy21, spelled C-R-A-W-D-A-D-Y21.
1: Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. My uh, pleasure. Yeah, you're getting thanks for having me. Of course. So on Tuesday, you're getting a box of beer from Atlanta. We have some other fun stuff in there for you. Um awesome, so thank you. I will go ahead and preface by saying So I wrote we have these cards and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to write out beer descriptions. I'm killing it. I'm going to be a great podcast host." So I wrote it, I wrote it on the card. I'm like, "Cool. I looked at it. It totally looks like a serial killer's manifesto because <laughs> it's
2: like all these beer descriptions like on this little
0: card. Fantastic. I so...
2: love it. <laughs> so, a stalker is not trying to send you a creepy package. No. It's from us.
0: Hey, you use used to try. No, I don't, I don't care. That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome.
1: Great. And then it's also in a Lowe's box because I'm cheap and I didn't want to buy a new box at the UPS
0: store. Are you kidding? We recycle boxes all the time because we do a lot of shopping online and it's like send it back. Those They're are, everywhere. Like, pull a box out of the closet, tape it back up, we'll send it back out. I get it. <laughs>
1: awesome this was so much fun thank Thank you for having me on ladies anytime you You are always welcome (laughs) thank you Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be a volunteer for Musicians on Call, they are currently seeking musicians and guides. Guides escort musicians from room to room and sit with the patients while the musicians play. It's an incredible charity that gives a ray of sunshine to those going through a hard time. Find out
2: more information and sign up at musiciansoncall.org Atlanta. The Broadway Brews Project is such an amazing idea, and the Happy Hour guys are to thank. Make sure you check them out and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you again to Ben for his time. He has since told us he's tried Orpheus's over-and-over over pineapple sour and said, quote, I could drink this all the time. So there's a little more ATL love up north. I mean, I do drink that all the time. It's so <laughs> over and good. over, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks
1: with a sharp Atlanta legend, and we hope you'll join us. Ooh. Cheers. Cheers.